French joins us on the Big 550 KTRS. Uh, Antonio, the Tiki Bar going to have the uh, Chiefs game on Saturday night? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's going to be plenty of cold weather, so turn the furnace up over there at the uh, Tiki Bar on uh, uh, over there at the Grove. Let's talk about your newspaper. You have an interesting story, the ongoing plight of the homeless. Uh, now, um, Peter and Paul, it's a wonderful organization there in Soulard, wants to open up a 100-bed homeless shelter and clashing with the neighbors in Soulard. I guess it's uh, everybody wants to help the homeless, but I don't want to help them in my house. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of one of the classic NIMBY situations, not in my backyard. Um, you know, clearly something has to be done about uh, the homeless situation in St. Louis uh, with, you know, basically outdoor facilities or outdoor, you know, uh, encampments being set up uh, downtown uh, to the embarrassment of city, uh, to the city and city officials right across the street from City Hall uh, for months and months. So there's definitely a need for more shelters, more beds uh, for people who, who don't have places to go. Now, where to put that, though, is uh, always a controversy. Obviously, there was a very large facility downtown uh, operated by Reverend Larry Rice for many years. Uh, and that was a constant battle between uh, that facility and residents and even the city. Uh, eventually, residents won out and got it shut down, uh, and now you got homeless spread out all over, uh, and most of them living, a lot of them living outside. And so as this new organization is trying to set up uh, you know, a facility over in South St. Louis, you got people and businesses over there that are saying, hey, that we are uh, scared of what's going to come with that, uh, drugs, uh, theft, crime, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the fact is, is you know, something has to be done, and, uh, and what I think this is really – you know, showing is just a, a lack of leadership, really, from the city, you know, where it shouldn't just be up to, you know, private nonprofits uh, battling with local residents to try to figure out a solution. Uh, it would be nice if the city had kind of a, a master plan to deal with this and could bring all sides together. So, um, I, I, first of all, we should say that this is not a St. Louis problem, right? That every city in America is struggling with how to service the homeless, what's the humane thing to do, what's the thing to do that doesn't dis destroy the city in and of itself. St. Louis having their own problem, it's well documented that they were around City Hall. You drive by City Hall now, they have a fence, so the homeless people can't camp on City Hall, but right next to it is where they're being camped, and it's a terrible look, and people are using, right, it's right in the middle of downtown, you go to a blues hockey game and you have to, step over homeless people and businesses. It's a terrible look. So how do you go about fixing this? It's a larger issue, one in which St. Louis is one of the many cities. But I, I, I got to ask you, uh, Antonio French, the picture in the article, there's a homeless man sitting there on his cell phone. The, the image is striking of a man who can't find a home but has an unlimited cell phone plan is pretty striking. Oh, well, listen, uh, you know, cell phones are pretty easy to come by. They're much easier to come by than, than housing uh, <laughs> right now. Uh, I mean, especially, you know, they've got these government phones, et cetera. Uh, lots of ways to get a cell phone. And, and you're not going to be able to do much in this society nowadays without uh, a cell phone or, you know, some access to the Internet. Uh, but you're right. This is not a problem that's exclusive to St. Louis. I mean, you know, cities are dealing with it all over. And it's just a part of running the city. I mean, that's it's been a problem for a long time. 
you know, one thing I think that uh, the city needs to really get their act, uh, it, it should be some, some urgency in, in getting their act together. You know, St. Louis has been fortunate right now is that we are, we're not receiving a lot of these buses coming from Texas uh, with, with a lot of the migrants coming in. But there are a lot of cities like Chicago, uh, which is very close, New York, et cetera, which are dealing with a lot of people who need places to go, and you know, not just the traditional homeless, but just people who need places to stay. Uh, and St. Louis needs to come up with a plan because this is a problem that's going to be it's just going to get worse. And you know, in the summer months, it might be a, an inconvenience, it might be an eyesore to look at, but we're looking at some temperatures and some weather next week where this is really life or death for folks, and you got to have places for them to go. Being on the street will not be a possibility when these temperatures drop below zero. And, uh, you know, when you have families out there, this is this is a life or death situation. and The city needs to show some leadership in this. Yeah, well, I mean, the argument or the debate is the issue is that some people want to find some shelter. Other people don't. They want it just for the night, right? There's mental health all, of, all around. But regionally, if you take the, the 50,000 uh, foot view of this, uh, we have uh, Bed Bath & Beyond giant box stores that closed down. We have Best Buys that have closed down. We have these these uh, uh, malls that are just v- vacant and empty. I can't imagine we can't use some of that space, put in some porta-potties, put in some restrooms, put in a soup kitchen somewhere. I can't imagine we can't use some of those spaces to sort of help alleviate the problem, but I don't know why we don't look at that solution. Yeah, it, it, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, you know, St. Louis City especially uh, has uh, seemingly an unlimited supply of, of vacant houses and vacant buildings, uh, and that we have, you know, so many people who are looking for places to stay, yet we have, you know, even within the city's uh, inventory in the LRA, uh, thousands and thousands of, of properties um, that you, that somehow we can't figure out how to, you know, put the two together or, or uh, somehow solve this problem. At least, at least, you know, especially when it when the temperatures get so low that it, it really becomes a, a situation life or death. Uh, yeah, to, to most people, it seems like this is just um, the lack of leadership and the lack of ideas. You know, especially when the city is sitting on a lot of money right now with a lot of this leftover federal money, a lot of this Rams money. Um, you know, city has a lot of problems, but we don't seem to be seeing a lot of answers or solutions coming out of uh, City Hall right now. And uh, and, the, and it seems like the situation is just piling up, problems after problems. Yeah, uh, and, I, you know, I know that uh, Larry Rice was an interesting character, and a lot of people pulled their hair out over Larry Rice. And uh, I know from time to time I've come down on Larry Rice, but uh, say what you want. The man, uh, you know, the man had a successful situation where they went there and had a place to go i know they didn't like it and he was a thorn in the side of city hall but you take him away and it just creates more problems yeah it was a different approach you know a lot of folks a lot of advocates in that community think that um the long-term solution is you know kind of wraparound services a place where people can go get some skills as well as a uh a place to stay a bed and, and a warm meal uh, Larry Rice was more like, uh, hey, people need some place to be right now, tonight. And then in the morning, they're on their own. Uh, and that's where a lot of people who live in that neighborhood and have businesses in that area downtown, uh, that's where Larry Rice rubbed them wrong, is the releasing of everybody in the daytime. And now you got people out in the, in the streets all in the daytime. But 
what he was, uh, what his point was, and now it seems to be clear that he was right, is that hey, they're going to be out there anyway. So uh, it's best to have some place for them to be uh, in the middle of the night, uh, you know, after eight o'clock till six a.m. There's a place where they can come and lay down and, and rest their head. Um, now we don't have that anymore. Any kind of a drop-in shelter, just like that, to that extent. And we're feeling the consequences of that. Yeah. And uh, but City Hall is just a terrible look of City Hall to be surrounded by a chain link fence and then in a homeless encampment right next door. That's not an answer. So it's no simple answers. Antonio, thanks for checking in. Thanks for your insight. As always, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, have a good one. You got Stay warm. Yeah. Antonio French with us every Tuesday and every Thursday uh, from the Post-Dispatch editorial page. 831 Big 550 KTRS.